Hey boys and girls, welcome to the show, and I'm so glad you guys downloaded, I'm so glad you guys are listening, and we really, really are thankful for everybody who listens to our show. So, fun fact for you, uh, as you might hear on the show, at towards the end of the show, the connection gets a little wonky at places, and that's because we had to record the show in two different time periods over the course of the day. Our schedules are crazy, that's just what happens, you know, behind the scenes kind of stuff, right? Uh, well, in the course of our discussion, we do a Pixar ranking of our favorite Pixar films. We talk about Jen's number one for a little while, get really excited about it, and then we forget to finish the list. I legitimately have a number one favorite Pixar movie I forget to talk about. Process of elimination, you can probably figure it out, but if not, or if you just want to hold on to that thought, uh, next week's episode. We're going to finish my number one on next week's episode. I just didn't want you to fret when you get to the end of the list and you're like, what happened to David Dollar's number one? We forgot. I didn't catch it. Jed didn't catch it. You know, whoops. Whoopsie. Uh, so, yeah, we'll do that at the beginning of next week's show. And that, my friends, in the business is what is known as a teaser. Enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we proudly present our spectacular show of podcast magic and imagination full of Disney wonder, news, and pop culture. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast with Jen Novotny and David Dollar. Hey, Jen. Hey, Dave. Happy Thanksgiving next week. Oh, my gosh. Happy Thanksgiving. It is mid-November right now. It's actually halfway, over halfway through November. It's the 16th of the month. Yeah. Thanksgiving, albeit coming early in November because it's the final Thursday of the month, but it's the, you know, whatever. But it happens to be early this year. Yeah. But it's next week. And that means Christmas is like five weeks away. What is happening right now? I don't understand. I was just talking to somebody yesterday and I was like, I mean, I felt like October was long, but like November, I'm like, what happened? Where, what? I felt like September <laughs> and October shot by. All of a sudden, it's like, I don't know. You know, I'm prepping to go on my the 40th trip in, in Epcot. It's a couple yeah. weeks away, and I, I I took a nap and I woke up and it's like, oh, it's mid November. Holy crap! Like and literally, what? Is your house decorated for Christmas? Have you bring Have you brought in the Amish and the and the Jennaites to put stuff all over your house yet? Um. Well, we are. The Christmas tree is out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Christmas lights are on the front because we had some nice weather. So Brady put Christmas tree lights out, out on the, you know, on the shrubs. Right, right, right. So, and the Christmas tree is out, but not decorated. So yeah. like ish. Yeah. Ours <laughs> is like, going to go up, I think, this weekend. Because, of course, we've got the family trip coming, not next week, but in two weeks, which our family's going down for the whole week. And, of course, we've got the agency yeah. trip in the midst of that we in do. like two weeks, which is ridiculous i mean it's like mm-hmm. uh, yeah it's it's crazy jen how did you dizzy this week oh gosh um i'm trying to find something different i know how i did think okay i did begin gathering mm-hmm. to pack for the agency retreat because i am agency retreat right into a conference over in disneyland right and i have a lot i have to pack like a lot because i'm gonna be gone for over a week and there are different Things I need for either, you know, Christmas events or mm-hmm. at the conference, they're having themed events. And then as well as the things I just need to bring down for the retreat. So I, I actually have to, normally I'm a night before packer, but I have, I had to start gathering. Yeah. As I was yeah. thinking about it. So, um, I, it's now getting cold here. It's now like right now it's like 35 degrees outside and oh, about the same in Pittsburgh. Exactly. Um, this week mm. it's been like high of 50, 51 all week. So it's been cool okay. and kind of cold. Okay. And it's kind of funny because I am when I was a kid uh, and even teenager, and even in my twenties and thirties, uh, I would wear the shorts and the hoodie, whatever. That's my favorite outfit. Now I, I don't do that as much because I think as I'm getting older, my body is getting colder. And so I wear that now, <laughs> like this past weekend, we had a, we had a retreat, not a retreat, but like a, like a picnic, whatever at, uh, mm-hmm. at a local barn uh, from church. Somebody was like opening the barn up and a whole bunch of people came for a little cookout and it was cold. And I'm like, mm-hmm. if I were 31 years old, I'd be wearing shorts and a hoodie and a cap and be, be fine. Right now, I got on pants and two layers on my top here, and it's cold. And so it's just it's crazy. So I've been pulling out all the all the clothes, all the winter clothes, including all the Disney clothes. I've got my my uh, Walt Disney World sweatshirt on. This is uh-huh. a old hoodie, which I love. Um, you know, I've got my Muppets long sleeve, my monorail long sleeve, and there's my Tigger shirt, and there's my Mickey shirt, and like I'm pulling all the stuff out from the closet, getting it washed, kind of doing the whole like 
Okay, does this smell musty? It's been in a drawer. Okay, this is good. Oh, wait, ooh, I do that too. I'm like, hang ooh, on. Yeah, like... Let's put this, let's wash this one. And oh, it's been hanging up at the back of the closet, so it's got the dust on the on the sleeve. Oh, yeah, yeah, because you haven't touched it since so, last year. I've dusted it since, yeah. since since ever. And so we've got to wash that, you know. And, and so that's been a whole like whole thing. It's pulling out all the all the clothes, looking through Disney clothes, and Steph's been kind of sorting through her ears. Um, she has new ears now. I bought her some some the uh the the Mickey Minnie Runaway Railway ears with the goofy oh, kind of yeah. swivel back and uh -huh. forth, and so she yeah, those are cute. That and so those yeah. are super cute. Yeah. Um, the problem with Disney World though in December is we don't know how cold it's going to be, so we don't you have to bring two outfits of clothes. You have to bring low clothes just in case it's hot. You get down there and it's like, oh, it's sixty eight degrees down here. Great, it's warm. Yeah. Or you have to bring clothes just in case. Oh, it's forty eight degrees down here. Now it's cold. It's you got to bring like jackets and extra you do. Clothes and it's all ridiculous all you right. do you do what a weather Florida. it's it's great well california is going to be the same because i'm flying from florida to california and mm -hmm. it gets cold at night it does so i mean i have to plan accordingly and pack layers and so now i'm just thinking around going, oh how many luggages am i bringing well especially if you go like the world of color which you, then it might be a yes. pleasant night it's like oh it's 63 degrees out i've got a long sleeve on but the breeze, breeze is slightly broken it's great here it's wonderful you get by that water world of color and it gets cold because that wind is coming off that water and even if you yeah. stand back far enough you're not getting missed so you're still feeling that breeze and it's like ooh, why is it so yeah. cold right here <laughs> it so, is cold. well it is yeah. it just oh being but prepared it's, it's for that it. it's worth it it's worth it it's worth it's it worth so it. Coming up a little bit later, we're going to be talking about Pixar movies, our favorite Pixar films. We're going to mm -hmm. do, kind of do a quick countdown, all the ones we've seen, counting them worst to best. But first, let's do a little news. It's all the news that's fit to print with David Ola and Jen Vatney. Yeah, news. All right, so right off the top here, Jen, um, the, the price increase brouhaha the hoopla as you would call it uh I've, I've seen several headlines which drive me nuts when the headlines are so manipulative because it riles yeah. people up and you look at the comments and you're like oh it's obvious these people have not even read the article as to what the article says because buried down deep in many of these articles is the actual truth truth about the price increase price. disney did increase ticket prices yes they did on one day tickets one day tickets that's it on one they day tickets they didn't say four day tickets they didn't say park hopper one day tickets so if it's you're like going an annual passes an annual passes annual passes and annual passes annual passes too so yeah there is that um so they did increase in annual passes but that doesn't affect everybody mm -hmm. but for the price increase for the tickets it used to be something where the tickets were all the same across the board and then they went to a seasonal thing um uh, it was like per park basically like magic right. kingdom was like 105 yep. or epcot and, and hollywood were yeah, 99 and, right. and, and i remember that like 97 or something yeah and then they went back to it was a seasonal like every ticket cost the same but it was different per season christmas week would be different than other whatever right well, now it is kind of a combination of that where the parks per park the prices are going to be different for that one day ticket so if you buy a ticket for epcot yeah it's going to be different price for that one day than if you bought it for Epcot, say in April, than if you bought it for Epcot in Christmas. Uh, Magic Kingdom right. in June is going to be different than Magic Kingdom Christmas week. That's the thing. That's the high price. Magic Kingdom Christmas week, one eighty nine per person for a one-day ticket, uh, which is insane. It's also my theory that this is also Disney mm -hmm. kind of trying to push out the one-day ticket buyers because let's Well, be especially honest, on the very busy times of exactly. year. I mean, exactly. that's the thing. Exactly. Exactly. They want the people that are staying on property, the people that have packages, the people that, you know, and honestly, if I buy a five-day package and I'm staying at, you know, Border Lanes Riverside or something, I would like to be in the park over somebody who just rolled into town and bought a one-day ticket for a couple out, whatever. I mean, it's yeah, not that I'm better a rental than that, house but, or something. You know, I'm, I'm right, property, no, so, yeah. But you're on site. So exactly. It's it is like, a benefit. It comes so, with those benefits. It yes, yes, yes. And so if you, and I had somebody, a couple of people actually email me and ask me about their packages and stuff. No, your package has not gone up, uh, especially if you lock right. in a price right now, even if they increase across the board next week, if you lock in that price with your deposit, nothing increases for you. If you change your package, Correct. there you go. But unless you're putting a one-day ticket on your package, which you have to do separately anyway, nothing's going to change for you. So it's a one-day ticket right. increase. So calm down. It's okay. It's all right. It's all right. Um, <laughs> speaking of calming down, folks, can we stop climbing out of vehicles on the rides? Oh, my uh, gosh. Can we stop getting Rio. out of vehicles? Guest jumped out of his, his, his Omnimover to sit with the animatronics on Spaceship Earth. I mean, Not who only, doesn't want to do that? 
No, Who doesn't? Dude, I, I would love to. Like every time I, I go through there, I want to climb through those, some of those steps. I want to go into pirates, and I want to. And obviously, you get behind some of the stuff, you're gonna see mechanisms and mechanics, and, yes. and it doesn't look cool, but it looks cool from where you're sitting. And I'm, I'm like, I want to go through that door and see what's back there. Nothing, right? That would be so uh, right. But like, this guy jumps out and to, to sit with the animatronics, and it's obviously it's done for a picture perfect moment. He wants the picture. He wants to look at me, whatever. Guy, my friend, if you're listening, it's not cool. It's not it's okay. Stupid. It's stupid because you've likely been trespassed for life. And that means you've been banned from the parks, which means you cannot come it back. It sucks. That means you can't even take a picture of the animatronics yeah, anymore. Right. I want to go. Listen, yeah. I want to go hang with the Phoenicians. Who right. doesn't want to go hang with the Phoenicians? Exactly. Exactly. I want to thank them personally. Um, I don't. But the other thing, too, on Spaceship Earth, and of course, somebody did with that with Living in the Land, the whole cucumber thing, grabbing a cucumber. That <sighs> was also stupid. But it's a I mean, like. Boat. But, and that's like, yeah. well, technically people do walk in there right. Right. with protective gear on their shoes right. to, like, keep the plants safe. But, right. like, technically. Spaceship Earth is an incline all the way up. Literally. The way there's a, a lot. View. There's a danger factor here. You mm. slip and fall. You fall into an omni movie. You get your foot cut right. off. Whatever. It's just, you know, damage the damage the stuff. Suddenly, JPEG's like, well, guess we're going to increase ticket prices. This is probably what happened. I mean, this guy jumped out and they were like, well, let's increase one day's. So, is there a correlation? Maybe. Possibly. Possibly. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy has uh, now announced their Cosmic Rewind holiday remix is coming on November 25th. So next week, I think the yeah. day after Thanksgiving, actually, is going to be official. They will be doing the, the remix. It is one song. Uh, previously, a long time ago, we heard about the Cosmic Rewind remix for holiday. We thought mm -hmm. maybe they would do a combination of Last Christmas and All I Want for Christmas. Christmas and uh, Trans Baby Orchestra, whatever. I don't know, a bunch of Christmas songs. Well, now it's going to be one song, but it's a mashup of those songs. So, whatever you hear the first time you go will be what you hear every time you go. Yeah. You're not going to have Which is like, you know. I'm fine with that for the holidays, but I like the yes. roulette. Yes, I, I do what too. What song am I getting? <laughs> I do too. So we've had so uh, much fun with that over the yeah, Which I'm excited about hearing the new one, though. I'm excited about hearing this, and I love the fact that this is something they can. Uh, they can do, um, you know, from time to time, whenever they're ready, they can just, you know, change the music up and maybe next summer, one year anniversary, whatever they decide, Hey, like, you know what, let's change up the songs. Let's pull one song out, put a new song in or whatever. I think that's, that's really, yeah. really cool. Agreed. So, I love it. Um, <laughs> the themed entertainment association have announced the winners of their annual Thea awards, which are given an excellence Thea. of themed entertainment design Thea, for experiences wasn't worldwide. A character in Aunt Thea in my big fat Greek wedding. I think. I, think I know Tia. Tia. Was Tia. No, Tula. Tula was the main character. That was Nia Verdana. Tula was the main character. Um, I think. I think Thea was an aunt. I well, think. let's find out. Sidebar. I don't know. Sorry, didn't IMD. didn't mean to. Com. Let's Did find not out. Mean to, uh, pull that one out but I, I love my big fat Greek wedding. It's, it's one of my such a funny. It's movie. one of my thirty-five favorite films of all time. I want to say it's thirty. Wow, that's pretty high up. I'm I, I love it. I have seen up. it so many times. Uh, so we are looking for. There is a Tula. We know that there is an Athena. Um, there is an Aunt Viola. There's an Uncle Taki, a cousin Dicky. Uh, and there is an Athena character as well. Mm. Um, and of course, Dad is Gus. Gus Portugalis. Uh, Maybe I'm thinking of something else. Anyway, I, I could have sworn there was a Thea. Sorry, didn't mean to. That's okay. Always good for a sidebar. Uh, always good. So so there's that. That is Anyway, that theme park award was given to the Star Wars Star Cruiser. The Galactic Star Cruiser has won the award, which is really, really cool. That's um, really cool. So it's, of course, it opened earlier earlier this year in March, and it was given this award basically for excellence and experience. And uh, yeah, the other award given to Disney was for the Main Street Electrical Podcast. Oh, I'm sorry. The Parade. Oh, the Parade. Oh. Uh, it's, it's awarded the, the Classic Award for Standing the Test of Time. Now, I'll be honest with you. I've never really heard of the Thea Awards, but they sound important. So I'm going to take this mm -hmm. as a, how cool is this? Rock on, go Disney. <laughs> so, <laughs> we'll take it. We'll take it. Well, it's um, good. It's good. One thing you also want to take, if you can, is your Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party tickets. Because out of all the dates available that were like 40 days or something when the party started, there are two dates left. December Not the 12th, much. December the 15th. That's mm -hmm. it. I'm sorry, December 13th and December 15th. That's it. It's a Tuesday and a Thursday, I think. And that's all. Everything else is sold out. And so what I tell people, for all the people in the comments that are like, Disney's pricing out the middle class. These parties are too high, whatever. Guess what? They're selling people out. People are buying them. People that's buying the thing. I have a I, ticket. 
it's me. I'm Taylor Swift. It's me. I'm the problem. It's me. I keep going back to Disney, keep buying the tickets. So that's all on me. Mm -hmm. So, yep. Uh, finally, yeah. of course, the train is once again testing. This time I heard that it actually had some guests on it, kind of rewarded as a as a couple of people. A couple of people in testing got to ride it here and there. Uh, I volunteer's it's, tribute. It's been 1,445 days since the train has oh. run. We are approaching 1,500 days, 1,000 and a half days since the train ran to the public of course december 3rd 2018 yep it's been a long time so one thing that has not been a long time though is pixar films and watching pixar films because i saw one not too long ago i watch them frequently we they are a part of our daily lives the characters of pixar movies uh mr incredible buzz and woody and jesse mike and sully uh you know carl from up lightning mcqueen mater wally uh, remy has his own ride uh, a lot of the other ones have yeah. rides as well and so these are characters that are, are there in the zeitgeist or in the culture they are part mm -hmm. of us forever yeah. and this is of course is due to the ingenious people at pixar uh, studios yes. who have created these characters written these characters out uh honestly 20 years ago of course 20 years ago was 2022 20 years ago you then, mean I'm sorry, 20 years ago was 2002 i was gonna say it wasn't 2022 20 <laughs> years ago we were in a world where there was no nemo no lightning mcqueen no remy no wally no mater no uh no dory no mr incredible yes. no joy sadness none of that no coco um no miguel we it's weird to think that's weird that's a world that existed i mean honestly like it's it's, it's crazy so pixar studios and i won't go into the whole history because it's fascinating there is a couple of documentaries out there called the pixar story there's a few other documentaries as well that talks about pixar there's a book called the pixar story which is fantastic how they started how they you know they cobbled together the whole the, by the way, trivia for you folks out there, the lamp that you see that kind of crushes the eye in the Pixar logo, his name is Luxo Jr., by the way. That was one of mm -hmm. the first things they ever created was the lamp kind of I love the little it. lamp. And I and love it on, like over Pixar Pier mm -hmm. in um, – what's it called? Oh, yeah, um, Pixar in, in Disneyland. It's in, great. in California Adventure. It's yeah, 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 great. yeah. Um, and so – what they did basically was like nobody had ever seen. They took lamps, like little desk lamps that have movable lights and everything, and they they put them in this cartoon where you have Luxo and Luxo Junior and Luxo Junior's bouncing around stuff like that, and they gave the lamps emotions. And it's like watching this. There's no, there's no, there's nothing that changes on the lamp itself. There's no face on the lamp or anything like that. But just the movement of the lamp head itself, you can just it's it's amazing what you can do with animation. And so starting from that, of course, they created other characters as well. They eventually went into 1995 and, and released Toy Story, which is the first big one. And I remember seeing Toy Story in the theater and was blown away yeah. by Toy Story. It was yep. incredible. Crazy. We, were, we were a year away from Lion King. Like Lion King was the year before. Beautiful mm -hmm. animation and everything. And this was all mm -hmm. computer generated um, down to like the, you know, the galvanized steel on piping and rivets and everything on the cardboard. And cardboard was like all created, corrugated, yeah. everything. It was just amazing. You look at it now and you're like, this looks a little dated because we're so used to the animation and how far it's come now. But Toy Story was a big deal. It was a big, big deal. Um, and so, yeah. So, of course, we started from there. And the list of films, quickly, you've got, and this is in order, 95, Toy Story, Bugs Life, Toy Story 2, Monsters, Inc., Finding mm -hmm. Nemo in 2003, The Incredibles, Cars, Ratatouille, Wally, Up, Toy Story 3 mm -hmm. in 2010, uh, becoming one of the first animated films to ever be nominated for Best Picture. Um, I think Beauty and the Beast did it before, and then Toy Story 3. Cars 2 in 2011, Brave, Monsters University, Inside Out, The Good Dinosaur, Finding Dory, Cars 3, mm -hmm. Coco in 2017, Incredibles, Toy Story 4. And then, of course, COVID hit because Onward was released in 2020. Two yes. weeks later, COVID hit. Everything shut down. So released straight to Disney uh, Disney, Disney Plus, Plus. Soul, mm -hmm. Luca, Turning Red, and, of course, back to theaters this year was Lightyear. So those are your 26 Pixar films. So what Jen and I thought we would do, uh, I have seen all 26. Jen has said she's seen 21. Jen, which are the ones yeah. you have not seen? Mm -hmm. Which are the ones that are not factoring into your list? Oh, I, I have to go back to my list. Hang on. The okay. list of the ones I have not seen, mm -hmm. and this is not a slight on the movies. It's just right. I just didn't see them. them for, like, I just haven't seen them. Got it. So it's toward the bottom here. Um, I did not see Luca. Okay. I did not see Turning Red. Okay. I did not see Lightyear. And honestly, this is going to mm -hmm. shock people. And I won't see it. I will not see Toy Story 4. I won't mm -hmm. do it. And because... Toy Story 3 ended so beautifully. Right. I'm in a good place. 
and I'm not ripping that back off. <laughs> I'm, I've heard well, too many things. Let's, and I'm not let's go ahead it. and talk I'm about Toy Story for real quick because I've seen it. I've seen all of them. There's 26. Now you just listed four. That means out of the 20 that were going to be on your list, there's two that you have seen that did not make your list. Is that correct, or is there is there five that you haven't seen? Unless I, I unless early... I missed another one that I didn't see. Oh, I have not seen the Good Dinosaur. I'm good sorry, dinosaur. I have okay, not seen right. the gu- I have not seen the. Good that's dinosaur. right. Okay. Um, Toy Story four. Okay, so we're going to give our top 20 Pixar movies in just a second, but that means there are six that did not make our list. Now, obviously, yes. uh, which one Which one is your 21st? Out of the 20 that you, 21 you have seen, which one did not make your top 20 get left get left out? Um, Which one did I? I said I didn't see Luca. You didn't see Luca. Which, see, I see. Now, I should have prepped for this, and I didn't write it down. <laughs> Was it Cars? No, Cars 3 is, is, is on my list. Hang on. See, there's 20, I thought you said there were 25. There are 26. I've only not seen four. So which one am I missing on my list? I, oh, I don't know. I'll tell you. Okay, so this is this is my bottom yeah, six. Could, this is my bottom six. six. And then I'll... This is my bottom six. Um, at the very bottom of my list is Toy Story Four. I hate okay, that. That's movie. fair. Because I, 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 I that's why I won't like watch it. Um, you're right. It. What you just said is exactly right. Now, let me just say it's a beautiful movie. It's beautifully drawn. It's beautifully oh, I'm sure. done. The animation I'm sure is great. The voices are great. I don't like the character character of Forky. I think Forky is ridiculous. I do not like the character at all. It looked ridiculous. Um, also, I don't like... I think Gabby Gabby was a decent villain. I think... And the, the dummies and everything that were... The Petrulicos dummies around her were kind of fun. It was kind of creepy. And I, yeah. I get the whole setup. I get that. What they did to Woody's character is terrible. It's destructive to the legacy of Woody. What they did to Buzz's character is even worse. They made Buzz stupid. And I don't like what they did with that. I will forever contend that Bonnie is the villain of Toy Story 4. Because she's the one that when Andy was giving away all of his toys at the end of Toy Story 3 and he found Woody, um, you know, Bonnie took Woody. And Bonnie was like, no, yeah. I, I want to give it back. And it's because she gave those big, big, big brown doe eyes to, to, to Andy. Andy was like, OK, well, you keep Woody. Guess what? In Toy Story 4, she doesn't play with him. The whole reason Woody gets into his problem, his issues is because he gets left behind and abandoned while she plays with every other toy. Um, you know what? Let let Andy keep Woody if you're going to do that. Bonnie is the villain, so there's that. Bonnie, um, yeah, fair. There are three movies from out of 26 that I just don't like. Lightyear okay. is one of them. Came out this year. I don't. I don't like it. I just didn't, didn't like see it. it. Uh, Turning Red also did not like it. And of course, there are people didn't out there. It. Well, you didn't like it because blah blah blah. No, I didn't like it because it wasn't a good movie. I didn't think the stories were good. I didn't think the 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 voices were good. I didn't like the characters. Um, I didn't like what they did with Buzz Lightyear's character itself in Lightyear. I didn't mm. like the Turning Red story at all. Had nothing to do with some of the controversies on any of it. I just didn't like them movies now Fair. the other three that are outside my top 20 these are three that I, i'm fine with i just don't know that mm-hmm. i'll watch again finding okay. dory is one of them uh, okay. i'm fine with it it's fine movie it's fun it's okay it's just not one i'm gonna watch again this is yeah whatever it's fine uh i, I didn't did to me it did not hurt the legacy of, of finding nemo and honestly the mm-hmm. ending scene of finding dory when she she swims up to her parents house and they have like the shells that kind of light up it's mm-hmm. a it's a sweet little moment if that reunification mm-hmm. is great just it's okay cars three fine cruise ramirez is a great character i like what they did with mm-hmm. the character kind of a mm-hmm. legacy lightning mcqueen kind of you know passing mm-hmm. the torch get it never mm-hmm. watch it again luca also a good movie it's a fun movie it's just one that i'm like okay see that i one. saw it i liked mm-hmm. it it was good don't know that i'll watch it again so let's kick off here and you can kind of tell me which one of these that were kind of left out of your top 20 but um we both have 20 films that we know that we've seen so we're gonna we're gonna knock these down one by one 20 all the way to one jen what is your number 20 on your list of uh, number films? 20 is cars three <laughs> for the cars reasons three. that you stated i did put it on there mm-hmm. it's fine but I, I have no need to see i have right. no need to see it again right like it's fine 20 for me is good dinosaur um is a movie that i think has I been fairly derided I think that if you were to see now that you okay, so if it, if you had not seen it right when it first came out, people would be like, "Oh my gosh, that movie's awful! It's terrible! It's awful!" Whatever. There was some controversy on the directing, and the director was fired in the middle of it. Somebody else came mm-hmm. in. Anytime that happens to a movie, it's very hard for a movie to recover after that whole uh, tumult. Star Wars story Solo, the same thing happened. The directors were fired halfway through it. That movie was not well received. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get to that in our Star Wars list one day. It's fine. But uh, but good dinosaur. It is a beautiful disaster. Is how I like to call it. It is. <laughs> gorgeously shot it is beautifully drawn the uh-huh. characters are fine the story is fine i i it, to me it felt like a really good dreamworks movie if that makes any sense okay no that um, does actually make sense <laughs> but i would tell you that where i would i would tell you don't worry about turning red don't worry about light ear if you have a chance and you have an afternoon where nothing is going on god forbid that ever happened to you jen um yeah, right. nothing's going on and it's on 
take an hour and a half to watch a dinosaur. I think you might actually might like it. It's it's not okay. a bad movie. It's not a bad movie. Okay. So uh, number 19 on your list. Okay. Number 19 on my list um is Cars 2. Cars 2. There you go. <laughs> again, again, fine. I don't need to go see it again. But it's okay. it was fine. <laughs> Cars 2, um, number 19 on my list is Onward. I think Onward is, now this is a movie, unlike Dory, Luca, and Cars 3, Onward is a movie that I do want to revisit one day because I, mm. I watched it on Disney Plus when it came out. I, I did mm. not get it. Actually, I was planning on going to see it the following weekend, whatever it came out, and then everything shut down. And I everything like, shut well, down, I guess I'm yeah. not going to see Onward. Um, Onward we is saw a, it on Disney Plus. Yes, Onward is a sweet movie uh, with about brothers and everything, and I... I I've seen it once. I look forward to watching it again because I think mm-hmm. I'm going to get a lot more out of it the second time. And I might raise it on my list, might lower it on my list. I don't know. But I think Onward yeah. is a movie that I really want to revisit. What's 18 sure. on your list? 18. Um, this is You're not going to like this. Uh-huh. Bugs Life. Okay. All right. And, and so I liked the movie, but I, I don't like bugs. So I literally <laughs> have, like, literally, even though it's cute bugs, I mm-hmm. don't really have a need to go see it again. I have nothing against it. It was a great story. And I know it was beautifully drawn. I just, it's not one I'm going to sit down and watch again. But okay. that's because I don't like bugs. I, so I'll there you it. go. I got it. I got it. Okay. <laughs> number 18 for me, and I don't know how many people are going to like this, but number 18 for me is is Brave. It's not a movie. Really? I can okay. Yeah. It's, again, beautifully shot. It, mm-hmm. the, when the opening sequence of that movie happened, when you see Brave on the screen mm-hmm. and that that camera goes over the mountains, it looks like it's a real shot. It looks oh, like it looks you're real. really going. It's it looks amazing. Real. I think Meredith is a great princess. I think she's a great mm-hmm. heroine. It's just not a movie that connected with me. I think sometimes there are certain things in movies that when they happen, I'm like, I think I'm out on this movie. When mom turns into a bear, the movie takes a direction I didn't expect it to. And for me, I'm like, eh. Okay, I think had we gone to a different way, I would have liked this movie more. Mm-hmm. The bigger thing, meh. we're going to find out on some of these other movies that uh, that are just like that. That's why they're kind of lower on my list. But Brave for me is number eighteen, uh, okay. and we're shooting through these first ten obviously because we don't want to spend a ton yeah, of time we don't want to spend our time on the on the last right right 10. seventeen yeah. on your list. Seventeen is is Cars, and cars. again, okay. not, I, I think it's fabulous. I love Cars Land in California. I just. Again, I mean, I enjoy cars, mm-hmm. but it's just not one that I'm sitting down to re-watch, if that makes right. sense. I mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I like cars, and we'll get to that later. Um, I have a whole thing on cars, so we'll get to all those. And you okay. notice you haven't had yeah. any cars show up on my list just yet. Um, for me, number 17 is Incredibles 2. This was a movie okay. that I was so excited for. Uh that's the one the... I left off. Oh, okay. Well, That's there you go. That's the one I left off. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. <laughs> there you go. Uh, this is a movie that it didn't meet my expectations. I don't even okay. know what my expectations were. I think you know, I think having Elastigirl as the heroine of the movie was great. I love oh, yeah. the character. The movie is long. It's a yes. little too long for me. Agreed. Um, and I just I, it didn't connect. It didn't. It wasn't a movie mm-hmm. that I'm like, man, that movie was awesome. I just walked out going, okay. Pretty good. Cool. Yeah. Whatever. Actually, and, probably yeah. I should have put that on the list and left Cars 3 off. But oh, regardless. there you go. <laughs> yeah. It's... We'll go with it. We'll go with it. All right. Um, number 16 <laughs> on your list. Um, 16 on my... Honestly, I forgot about Incredibles 2. That's how bad. That, no, not bad, but that's just like... Yeah, that's forgettable it was. My head. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, what are we on? 16? 16. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is going to be unpopular. And I just touted this movie. However, because I cry, I won't watch it again. And that's Toy Story 3. It's too sad. I love it. I love it. And it's not because it shouldn't Mm -hmm. be ranked higher. Mm -hmm. It's because for me, if it's on, I'm like, yeah, no. Mm. Because like at the end when they're like, they're like going toward the. (laughs) (laughs) It's. Yeah, well, there's a whole thing on that, too. And obviously we'll have some crossover. We'll we'll talk about Toy Story a little bit more. But there is that ending scene where you don't know what Pixar's are going to do. So when they're in that when they're in that furnace, there is a flash in your mind of like, could Pixar really kill off all my characters? I really kind of thought they would. Like, I was like, like are, are you doing this? Is, yeah, you is really? this really going to happen? Are we going to do a dream sequence? What's going to happen? This I mean, is, they could really like, do this, this because not okay. you don't know the way out. It's like, how are they going to get out of this? And of course, here comes the claw and you're like, oh, well, right. You're like, oh, this is amazing. And so I, it deserves, <laughs> it deserves to be in the top mm-hmm. 10. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you. But the right. reason I put it down here is something had to be in the, bottom 10 and yes i won't yep. sit and watch it again because yep. it's too emotional for me yep. Yep. it's kind of like you'll watch end game over and over and i mm. won't because <laughs> <laughs> it's too soon and i'm like i've seen it i know what happens i'm not to watch it again right 
Right. Uh, so uh, seventeen or 16 for me, Monsters University. And now we're starting to hit this part of my top 20 where these are movies that I will willingly watch yes. multiple times. And I've seen some sure. of these multiple times. Monsters University, I thought it was a good sequel to Monsters, Inc. Unnecessary maybe, but I thought mm-hmm. it was good. Kind of destroyed the canon a little bit. Canon a little bit because of Monsters, Inc. You find out how they meet in the Monsters mm-hmm. University. You're like, but I thought they met over here. Right? I'm confused. <laughs> Get that. I like the character. I like the whole college thing. Yeah. I like the Uzma Kappa. I think that's awesome. Again, this movie goes on a little too long for my tastes. Yes. I think it is a little lengthy. Uh, but yeah, it's good. It's fine. The The music is great. So yeah. yeah, Monsters University, number 16. 15 on your list. 15, I actually have Onward. Um, okay. And much like you, I, so I watched it on Disney Plus when it mm-hmm. when it released over COVID. Um, and it did keep it, it kept my entertainment or like, you know, kept my right. attention the whole right. time. I thought it was drawn really well. I loved some of the references to different things I thought, was, you know, that I thought mm-hmm. were funny. Yep. Um, and I just I would watch it again. I don't it's not going to be like one of my favorite favorites. Like if I'm picking like the story of Toy Story 3, I love so much right. more. But I would watch Onward again because it is interesting enough for me and not so emotional. Right. I think Onward is it's it's fascinating because I think Onward is a victim mm-hmm. of COVID Agreed. because up until then, Pixar movies were an event. You mm-hmm. release a Pixar movie, the characters come it out was. and everything. And everything up until then was a big deal because, you know, you had all these new characters coming out. And, um, you know, Coco hit the, mm-hmm. hit the parks like a splash, Incredibles 2 and Toy Story 4 and blah, blah, blah. And Forky was a big deal. Onward was the next one in that line. It was the 22nd movie released after Toy Story, it was after Toy Story 4. So we had Barley and I can't think of the character. Ian, I think. Ian and Ian, Barley, I think. I think the name yeah. Was. And so you had two characters that were ripe for the parks, like characters mm-hmm. that could be met in the parks and could be popular, yeah. could be pushed really, really hard. Yep. COVID hit, everybody forgot about Onward. And it's a movie like, I think, I think, honestly, I really believe that Disney and Pixar floundered not knowing what to do with their movies, not having a clue what to do with their movies, which leads me to my number 16, and that is Soul. And I'm sorry, it's 15 for me. I would say 15, right? (laughs) Soul is the one that I also feel is a tragedy um, in terms of what happened with COVID, because Mm -hmm. out of all of these that were on Disney+, Plus, premiered on Disney+, Plus, Mm -hmm. Onward and Soul and Luca and Turning Red, I want to see Soul on the big screen. Soul mm-hmm. is an incredibly done movie. The music is so freaking good. Um, the it's animation so good. is so good. Now, again, like Brave, when they do that whole heavenly thing where you got the soul mm-hmm. number 22, whatever, it, it takes that turn. It's all cat involved. That kind of takes me out a little bit. I'm like, okay, we took a turn here. Okay, there's a, there's a cat. What are we doing? Whatever. So that is why it's a little bit lower. But Soul is a movie that I also like Onward. I want to revisit. And I just think there was mm-hmm. so much potential for Onward and for Soul at the theaters, awards, mm-hmm. parks, things like that. Then, um, it just, it, you know, it they were something. victims. It really, they were victims of this. They were it's victims. really, really sad. It really, really yeah. sad. Everything that, that turning red is getting, because you see turning red in the parks, so there's the ears. And yeah. Stuff. I want Onward and Soul to get that push. To get those. I want to see right? that recognition for that instead of turning mm-hmm. red. But that's me. Uh, number 14 on your list. Um, number 14, I we just talked about Monsters U. And I agree. Okay. I thought it was a great sequel. I love the Monsters, Inc. franchise. Yep. And I think it's entertaining. It's not one that I'm going to watch over and over and over again. But I enjoy it. I'll watch it if it's on. Absolutely. So okay. uh, Now, here comes the part where I'm a parent and you are not. Um, and that's why number 14 for me is Cars 2. Now, this is not uh, a good movie. Okay. This is not a good movie. At all. <laughs> this is a terrible movie, actually. Uh, I've broken this down a couple of times, looking at it, going, okay, well, this doesn't make sense. There's a whole ending scene where they take a rocket across London to get to the Queen. Oh, yeah. um, they're flying through this, flying through <laughs> the right. air to get there or whatever. And guess what? Literally 30 seconds later, everybody else drives up. And it's like, like why? you just shot across London in a rocket, and they just drove up? 30 th- I'm confused as to what the, our timetable here. This is this doesn't make any sense. Um, it's not a good movie. It's a it's a complete it's misfire. Good. But Campbell, this was one of the movies. There's two or three movies uh, that he connected mm-hmm. with more than anything else. This is one of those that we watched every single day for probably six months. I know this Aww. movie backwards and forwards. He okay. loved it. He there was he went through. There was a Cars two. Like he didn't want to watch Cars. He didn't want to watch Cars three. He wanted Cars two. He wanted Finn McMissile. He wanted uh, Holly, what's her name? Um, the character that uh, uh, played by Emily Mortimer. Um, mm-hmm. He wanted all of that. He wanted all of that. He wanted Cars 2. So Cars 2 for me, it's, got a, it's a sentimental okay. favorite. Acknowledging the fact, please don't at me, people. Cars 2 is not good. But it's it's a it's an entertaining movie, and it, See, it we hit, both have reasons that people are going to add us. But it's it hit the audience. It was directed towards, yes, which is my go. at the time six year old autistic son. There perfectly. you go. Thirteen there. on your list. Thirteen. This might be a little high, honestly, for this one, but I'm going to stick with it because I 
was heartwarmed by the movie mm-hmm. Finding Dory. It was heartwarming okay. to me. I like, I love Finding Nemo. Um, we'll talk about him later. Yep. But like, I just was, um, and I did a whole movie event around Finding Dory. And so just for whatever reason, it struck me, it struck me right. I enjoyed it. So okay. it's not like my favorite favorite, but I like it. Nice. 13, this is going to be low on, on on your list. Oh, This will be higher on your list, I think. But 13 okay. for me is a movie that I've seen twice. I like it. I would watch it again, but it's not one I'm like, I love this movie. And that is Coco. Uh, I think Coco ah. is fun. I think the mm-hmm. music is great. That whole remember me sequence yeah. at the end is like, oh, this is kind of sad. Um, there's also a scene, one of the most visually stunning scenes I've ever seen in a Pixar movie is when he crosses over that bridge and he goes into the, the underworld or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. And you see this city opening up there and there are something like there were like tens of thousands of different points of, of animation in that one shot oh it's it like, is on an imax stunning. screen it is like holy crap what am i looking at this is mm-hmm. incredible it's overwhelming how how beautiful that is um coco for me is good i like miguel I like the movie mm-hmm. i like the music but 13 uh 12 uh, on your list 12 this might be higher on your list actually um oh no wait hang on i have this i have this i have like all these arrows because i decided to like redo <laughs> that's 10, why i have 11 mine in excel i've been moving around in excel as we're talking yeah so. that's what i should have done so hang on i have this all right regular toy story okay First regular toy story, toy okay. story. um we'll see toy story later mm-hmm. toy story 2 later yep. um but regular toy story classic love it mm-hmm. all the laughs i mean We've talked about Toy Story before. It's just, right. it's wonderful. Our introduction to these characters. Um, but yeah, we'll talk about Toy Story 2 later. Yeah, we'll get there. But yeah, and, and what I said before, Toy Story is a historic film. Um, it's funny Maybe watching Toy Story Maybe that was supposed now. to be, okay, wait, 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 we're going to leave it. Actually, that one was supposed to be number 10, but that's okay. Okay. That's okay. I All right. That's fine. We're going to stick with it. We'll just stick with the 12. supposed to be number 10. We'll know the 10, 11, and 12 <laughs> kind of in chaos and flux, just, but we'll stick with ca- number 12. It's chaotic. It's um, as we said before, historic film. Um, Watching it now, knowing everything that's coming after, all the things they've yeah. done with Pixar, it's really fun to watch it now because you're like, man, everything's going on with this. And of course, the mm-hmm. legend, the story is Billy Crystal was offered the role of Woody. He turned it down. Um, and he said that was the biggest mistake of his career, turning that down. Uh, so when they called him about, about Monsters, Inc., he just said, yes, sight unseen. He was like, whatever it is, I will take it. Give it to me. I'll do it. And yeah. of course, he ended up being the voice of Mike Wazowski, which is now, I can't imagine anybody doing anybody else Mike Wazowski, Mike Wazowski except Wazowski. for Billy Crystal. Exactly. Can't imagine anybody doing Woody except for Tom Hanks. So exactly. uh, 12 for me, a movie that I, it's more of an adult film. <sighs> that sounds so terrible. It's an adult that movie. That sounds awful. Uh, but it's more of a grown-up Pixar film. And that is Ratatouille. Okay. Um, wonderful story. You teach rats mm-hmm. rats to cook. How do you do that? Rats have feelings. It's crazy. Um, but it's a fun movie. It's beautiful. It's done well. The story is great. Above my kid's pay grade. It, I mean, my kid watches it. He's like, whatever. Let's do something else. He doesn't care. Um, because right. the action's not there. The explosions aren't there. You would see in cars mm-hmm. too. But you know, the whole Luigi, Remy, blah 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 dynamic with the with the villain, little short guy there. Um, and of course you've got uh, the the food critic and what. Good. I love right yeah. to it. I do. Um, it's a good right. movie. We'll talk Number about Number 11 for you. Number 11 for me. Okay. This one was supposed to be 12, but it's anyway. Yes. That's just, that's where we're at. Um, okay. So <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be the Incredibles. Incredibles. Okay. Which we talked. Did you talk about that one? Already? We talked about Incredibles Yes. Too. We talked about Incredibles. Oh, Incredibles too. Yes. Uh, original Incredibles. The first time I saw it, it was not in the theater, mm-hmm. but I, my cousins had it on. We were at a family reunion and I was like, oh. Oh, and it was like right at the beginning. Right. Well, they left halfway through because they were little and they were like, and I was like, what is this? This is amazing. And I just <laughs> right. loved it. Um, I thought it was so cute. And um, I was super excited for Incredibles 2. And then mm-hmm. randomly, yeah, and then I was thought that it exists. Exactly. It just, um, I love Edna Mode. I love me. Edna Mode is wonderful. She exactly. is one, and she might be the best part of Incredibles too. She probably um, is the best part of Incredibles too. Stephanie is also a big fan of Edna Mode as well, yes. and just uh, that whole character is great. Like every She's woman great. loves Edna Mode because Edna Mode does, does not care, uh, does not give a good, give a flying crap care. about anything, and she's like, "Pull yourself together, pop, 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 pop," you know. <laughs> so I love her. <laughs> um, yeah. So number eleven for me, um, it's Cars. I think Cars is a fun movie. It's a silly yeah. movie. It's related. It's marketed. For two reasons. One, directly to children. And number two, to sell merchandise. Uh, that is what yep. Cars is for. Uh, that is why we might end up seeing a Cars 4. We don't know because we want to sell more merch. Who knows? Mm, um, Lightning McQueen is a mainstay and Mater is a mainstay in, in, Absolutely. in Disney, Disney lore. And um, 
it's a it's a fun movie. It's a movie about friendship. It's a movie about mm-hmm. what's it, the the underlying message to cars is what is really important in your life. And yeah. it's got some adult jokes in it. I like how Mater says, you know, I give my left lug nut to have a have a date with her, talking about Sally. And you know, I'm trying to win the piston cup. You did what your cup? So there's that, which is kind of fun. Um, I'm just waiting for my, thankfully my kid doesn't watch cars now, but I was waiting for him to walk around going, piston cup, what your cup? I don't know. So <laughs> like, I, I don't know what he's talking about. So now we get to our top 10 and these are our 10 favorite Pixar movies. I think we've now moved beyond the movies that we just like we and enjoy here. And these are getting to movies that like we can say, kind of love this movie for yeah. whatever reason. Uh, number 10 for you. Okay, number 10 was supposed to be 11, but honestly, I do still love this movie, so okay. I don't I'm I'm okay with this being 10. It. And it's Wally. And- Wally is also my number 10. Is we, it really? Synchronize okay. right on there. Synchronize on Wally. And it really yeah. is more of a matter of it just happens to be where it fell in the top 10 because I could have put it at 6 or 8 or 9. Yeah, I could two, fluctuate yeah, a lot of these. Exactly. And but exactly. it's so good the love story between Wally mm-hmm. and Eva, like the throwbacks, oh, just beautiful. There's okay, so there's a there's a thing that happens with sometimes with Pixar films, and I think I mentioned this with mm-hmm. with Soul, with the whole cat thing at the end, with Brave with the bear. Yeah. Uh, Wally and, and Up both have. We'll get to Up in a few minutes, but Wally has mm-hmm. this thing where halfway through the movie, the movie will take a turn. Mm-hmm. Whether you like that turn or not depends on that's that's going to determine whether you like this movie or not. That's true. Um, I I didn't like the bear thing in Brave. I didn't really care for the cat thing in 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 Soul. In so it kind of took it down a notch. This movie takes a turn. It goes to space. It goes to the yeah. ship. So do you like that or not? I thought it was okay. I felt like the movie took a slight step back when it did that because this movie, that first half of this movie is near, it's a masterpiece on mm-hmm. the, uh, on, on the planet itself, the animation and the characters and the, the facial expressions of Wally without saying a word is breaking mm-hmm. your heart and how he pops in the video of a uh, micro oh, lady. And he's like, lady. I'm watching a robot and I'm in tears because he's happy and he's sad. Just, you know, it's, or how he, he hops yeah. on the seat and he pats the seat next to him for for eva and he's like and he kind of has that look on his face which is hilarious which i do that now i sit on the couch like a stephanie i'm like you know uh which by the way audience it is eve not eva but it's just how he says it how he says it so yeah so your thoughts on wally now that i've dominated the wally conversation what is what is it that makes that you love about this the movie? space part tenure? didn't bother me i mean it's okay. not my as visually favorite but I, right. to me it had to be there yeah to yeah to complete the story cycle right. basically and it didn't mm-hmm. dwell there yeah i just thought like basically wally just kind of like gripped my heart like yeah. hit, and then like whatever he like reaches out and he holds hands with with you know eva mm-hmm. whenever she's like her little pod and she's you know so he like forces the yeah. hand over the forces the arm opens to put his hand forces the arm open i was like <laughs> oh my gosh i just thought it so was great. so i mean and i do think this is more of a the more adult Pixar movie, yep. the adults appreciated it more than the kids. Yep. And I'm fine with that. So yeah. this is, this is one of the best love stories in all Absolutely. of in all of film. Not and there's just, so not few just, words. Lo- yeah. There's and, so few words. And it doesn't have to be words. It's just the no. way it's told in the anime and it mm-hmm. is strength the animation. And for me with the space thing, and I don't want to knock that because you're right. That is an important mm-hmm. part of the story. For me, the movie goes from near perfection to a really good movie when it goes to space. So maybe it takes a slight step back, but it doesn't go into like, but it's oh, not the like, movie fell apart. It's right, like, okay, exactly. the movie's not quite as masterful, but it's still really good. Yeah. Um, number nine on your list. Uh, number nine on my list. That's a great question. Hang on. Talking about that one. I'm talking about that one. Oh, there's nine. Okay. Ratatouille. Ratatouille. Okay. <laughs> it's Ratatouille. Again, another one of the ones you mentioned. Mm-hmm. I love Paris. I love France. Yep. I mean, I love eating cooking. So there's that. Um, I love eating things that other people have cooked. Of course. So that was, um, I, I just thought it was really entertaining. And I did not see that mm-hmm. at first. I saw it on Disney Plus later. I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch Ratatouille. Let me, let me sit down and watch that. So good, so entertaining. I thought it was it was funny. Um, it was heartwarming, and so yeah, you've you've already said a lot of good things about it. But that's my there you number go. Nine. Go. Um, said Ratui, that was yours. I've talked about that before. Number nine for me is a Bug's Life. Uh, okay, I love this little movie. It's it's came on the heels of Toy Story. I think Toy Story. Yeah, Toy Two, Story. It was the second one after no. Toy Story. Um, oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. It was yeah, because it was. Let me look real quick. I think it was. Yes, it was Toy Story, Bugs Life, and Toy Story 2. So it was sandwiched yes. in between two like masterpiece films. So mm-hmm. I think it did get a little, got a little unfairly treated. Uh, bugs Life is a very pleasant film. And I don't, I know you don't like bugs and stuff. And I, I think the movie Ants came out from DreamWorks around the same time. It did. Not to me, not a very good movie at all. It tries to do a lot of things that 
that Bugs Life does and succeeds, Ants fails. Um, but the this Hopper is a great villain. Kevin Spacey, back when we could talk about Kevin Spacey in a positive light. Oh, that's right. Great villain in this. I love all the things, you know, some of the one-liners in this, like the old mm. guys, you know, like the, the, the leaf falls in front of him and the ant's like, I'm lost because he can't go around the leaf. And the old guy comes in and he's like, oh, I remember the twig of 93. I mean, just it's... So funny to me. Uh, so Bugs Life is it's a pleasant little film. And of course, love the attraction, which is which is nice. Um, so number eight on your list. Um, so here's where I have Toy Story 2, actually. Okay. And now now that I'm looking, I should have put this one a little higher. I struggled with I struggled with eight, this seven, and six. This is tough. Um, and so this could really anywhere in there, but I do love Toy Story. Mm-hmm. I love number two with Jesse and the prospector. It, that one made my heart happy. Right. I'll watch that one again and again, unlike three, because my heart's sad. Like right. it's happy, sad at the end. <laughs> so um, Toy Story 2 leaves me in a happy place. Oh, and I like to end movies that, in a happy place. That song, When Somebody Loves You, is just oh my it's, and I, we've mentioned this before. It is heartbreaking. And it's oh hard for, it's hard gosh. for me to watch because you know, mm-hmm. there's Jesse and they're they're in the car. And you know what's about to happen. You know oh, she's about yes. to get abandoned. But like she she brings Jesse up and like Jesse snuggles up next to next to her owner and like oh. with the eyes closed and she's so happy. And then like she's in the box looking at the little slide of the cardboard and is like, oh. you know, it's just yeah. Sarah McLaughlin sings that song. And I'm like, this is this is far worse than the whole like uh, and the arms of an angel with the whole ASPCA. Oh, that was worse. That was worse. Yep, I mean, this that is just worse. this is this is tough. It was so number hard. eight for me, Toy Story. Uh the original Toy okay, Story. The original. So we talked okay. about those and everything. Yeah. So yeah, we talked about that enough. Number seven for you on your list. Um, seven, I actually have soul. So okay. This All movie right. grabbed me. I loved it. Well, and you're I also loved you also it, appreciated but, the music way that I that but I, I am ex- so. exactly I am a musician. So right. there were things about the movie that spoke to me as a musician mm-hmm. that I think non-musicians, while they can appreciate, probably don't maybe not as deep, but like being in the zone with music, right. I'm like, yeah, I actually know what that is, yeah. <laughs> you know? And mm-hmm. um, I understand what you're saying about the cat, but I thought that was a whimsical and and I thought it made that funny. It was that funny moment um, yeah. you know, like about controlling the, you know, like I don't know how to control my body. I was not right. good at this part and um, about what it means to be human. Mm-hmm. So I thought that there were so many interesting nuggets in soul. And I did think it was visually fabulous. It does <laughs> <laughs> that we all watched it on a big screen. Obviously, it was not in the movie theater, right, right. but we we had access to a very big screen, and we did put it on the big screen. So, <laughs> right. well, I think that again, back to Onward and Soul. I think Onward could have been a movie that was there that on the kid level mm-hmm. with Cars, with Finding Nemo, whatever. I think yeah. Soul could have had that prestige, like your Wally and your Ratatouille and your Up. And again, it's just it was the timing it just everything fell yeah. apart for it and so i'm hoping that people go back and revisit so i want to see it again Agreed. uh number seven for me and this is like you said before things can kind of mix and match my one two and three are set i can mm-hmm. mix them around whatever my four five six and seven are all set so I, these next four i can move okay. around if i need to but number seven for me is up i okay. think up is an incredible film i think the first and i've said this before the first eight minutes of this is a better love story than four movies of twilight mm-hmm. up what they do with Michael Giacana's music is just watching it. I mean, like mm-hmm. in the seven minutes in, there are people crying in the theater because yeah. you see what happens with Ellie. There's no children there. And all of a sudden things are, it's just like, ah, you know, um, Balls. and again, it takes that turn where of course you introduce the bad guy, Charles Mintz, uh, and the, the talking yes. dogs and everything like that. So it becomes more of an action, kind of a romp kind of thing mm-hmm. versus a, uh, versus just a relational story. But I think, I think it's, I think it's a masterpiece. It is. I think those balloons lifting up is just amazing. I think up is, is, is a beautiful movie. I love I'll, up. I'll be mentioning it later. Of course you will. <laughs> Number six on your list. Number six I have is Inside Out, Inside which Out. I think is an underappreciated. Oh, film. yes, 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 yes. I love it. And actually, again, this one could this one could go higher, actually, yep. Um, yep. for me, even just depending on the day. And what I loved about it is, is we actually saw for the first time a Disney Cruise Line, mm-hmm. you know, because they play new release movies. And it was released while we were on a cruise. Right. So we were on the cruise ship, like, let's go see this. We wanted to see it. Or maybe it had been out a week or something. And... At the end, Brady looks at me and says, now people know the real meaning of sadness. Mm. Like people appreciate what sadness does. And it's, um, you see, because everybody just wants to be happy because well, he's in mental right. health. And but he you goes, need sadness. He you goes, have to have it. 
they nailed it. And That's so awesome. he, he, I would say if he was doing this list inside out would probably be his number one or number two. Mm-hmm. So That's awesome. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's awesome. Uh, number six, and I'll get the inside out in a few minutes. Number six for me is finding Nemo. Um, okay. Just a great little story with, I mean, I love Dory and Marla. And really, to me, we're getting to the point now where these top six or seven movies, mm-hmm. I don't want to say they're flawless because they have their flaws, but they're, of course. they're, they're not good movies. They are great they movies. are great. They are impeccable movies. Finding Nemo is a wonderful story. One of the first movies to ever mm-hmm. cross five hundred million dollars at the box office. This movie was incredible. It was a monster at the box office. Um, and it's just you get two people. You don't get the stars of the day. You pull in Albert Brooks and Ellen DeGeneres to voice your your characters, and the movie goes crazy. I mean, it's just such but it was a good perfect. Movie. It's perfect. It's it's such a it was good, perfect casting. Good story. Perfect casting. Uh, great visual. Great. You know, mm-hmm. in the deep blue world, you got Crush and you got Mr. Ray and you got the drop mm-hmm. off and touch the butt and all those one liners there. Um, such a great, great, great movie. So good. number five on your list. Number five for me is is actually Coco. And okay, this okay. one. Yeah, like I, I'm going to keep it in the top 10. It mm-hmm. This one can it would never go higher than five. Actually, right. five is probably the highest I'd leave it. Okay. But I do think and again, there's that musical connection, right. which I think is, you know, super interesting. I loved it visually. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was just so heartwarming with like at the end, and you already talked about it, like the, the scene with the remember me toward the end and just like yep. weeping, but I thought it was so beautifully wrapped up. So I, um, I, d- I went into it watching it, expecting me like, oh, this will be a good movie. And then I ended up really liking it. So mm-hmm. yeah. Nice. This is- nice. Well, these top five movies, and I guess you could include Nemo in this. We're hitting the part of the, the countdown of the ranking where I've seen these movies probably 15, 20 times each mm-hmm. uh, over the course of the years. Uh, Toy Story 2 is my number five. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was a great follow-up to the first one. I think it surpassed the first one in every possible way. I think the storytelling behind it is amazing. You got Woody, who's now questioning what he should do in terms of his friendships. Does he stay with his mm-hmm. friends? Does he go with where he thinks he belongs, you know, mm-hmm. your villain is your prospector, but it's not even an evil villain. He's just a, a mean guy who wants to keep the group together for his own selfish reasons. Mm-hmm. You know, you do have that chase scene at the end where somehow or another a toy horse bullseye is expected to keep up with an airplane. So there is that there is that little thing of like, it's fine. Oh, it's fine. fine. We'll, we'll go with it. <laughs> I love the introduction of Jesse as a character um, yeah. with the introduction of bullseye as a character. Um, you know, it's just. I think it's great. I, I think it's yeah. just a fun movie. It's a really, really good story. Uh, really? Number four on your list. Number four for me is Monsters, Inc. Me and too. Is it? Oh my it gosh. is. I love Monsters, Inc. And again, the big fan. Brady's mm-hmm. a big fan of Monsters, Inc. This would be probably his other one in contention for number right. one. Right. And it's um, it, actually, we had a, a really good friend. Um, he had a really good friend back in the day. And, and sadly, we haven't been able to talk to him for a while. But um, we always called them Mike and Sully. Because, nice. <laughs> because our friend was totally Mike Wazowski. Like, Pan and Brady's like, it's Mike cool. Wazowski. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Monsters Inc., I love the Mike and Sully connection. I love everything they do with Monstropolis and, yes. you know, all the, the different things, like the different brands they put on there, the different names they put on things, and different relations to the real world mm-hmm. stuff. I love how they go from the screams to the laughter at the end. I just love yes. all of that. It's such a creative, so good. such a creative venture. And I feel like this was the first movie out of the ones because this was number four, I think, when, yeah, Toy Story, yeah. Bugs Life, Toy Story 2, Monsters Inc. This was the one I think I think that the, the creators and the, the writers and stuff, the writer I think was um uh written by Andrew Stanton and Dan Gerson. Okay. Andrew Stanton's done a lot of stuff, of course, directed by Pete Doctor, who I think now is your head of animation at Disney or at mm-hmm. least at Pixar. Um this is a movie I feel like they knew they could build a world. They were like, let's yes. world build. Let's not just take with the toys and let's not just take what we know about bugs. Let's actually build an entire world right here. And they did Which it. Was so cool. And they pulled it off. The very they end, did. put that thing right back where it came from or so help me is a fantastic Hilarious. It's a great part of it. Um, yeah. So John Goodman and Billy Crystal yeah. are wonderful in this. All right. So we were about to get to our top three favorite Pixar films out of all the ones you've seen, which are 21 or 22. I've seen all 26. Let me do a quick rundown. What we got uh, at 20. I had good dinosaur. You had cars three, 19 cars two for you onward for me. 18 was brave for me. A bug's life for you. 17 Incredibles two for me cars for you at 16. You had toy story three all the way down only because it makes you sad. Uh, I had monsters university. Uh, you had onward. 
Road, I had Soul at 15. Monsters University for you at 14. Cars 2 was at 14. Finding Dory and Coco, I had Coco at 13. Uh, Toy Story for you, ranking that legendary mm-hmm. film all the way down at number 12, you did. I read it to at 12 for me. Number 11, I had Cars. You had The Incredibles. As we get into our top 10, we both had Wally at number 10. Uh, you had Ratatouille at number 9. Mm-hmm. I had a different animal. I had Bugs Life at number 9. I had Toy Story at number mm-hmm. 8. You had Toy Story 2 at number 8. You put Soul up at number mm-hmm. 7. I put Up at number 7. Inside Out was your 6. Finding Nemo was my 6. Coco was your number 5. Toy Story 2 was my 5. We both had Monsters, Inc. for number 4. So now here we go, folks. The top 3 Pixar films, your favorite Pixar films. What is your number 3 mm-hmm. there, Jen? Okay, my number 3 I have as Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo. All right. I loved Finding Nemo the first time I saw it. And I did see this in the theaters. And I just... Thought it was such a heartwarming story. I loved, oh, I loved all of it. I don't know. I just thought the whole thing was great, and um, I still will watch it anytime that it comes on. I mean, if it's do on, you, I'm, I'm watching do it. Do you cry whenever Dory is remembering stuff and like Marlon's about to leave and she's upset and she's like, "I just, I, I, I remember things and I'm, I'm better when I'm with you." With you. I mean, I still tear up at that part a little bit. It is yeah. pretty sweet. Because it's really sweet. Yeah, it, it is pretty yeah, sweet. Yeah, so. I, I just think it, it's a happy movie. It leaves me in a good place. Yeah. So. Uh, number three, from 2015, which I honestly consider as a movie buff, considered to be one of the greatest years of movies ever because of the movies that came out mm-hmm. this year, including this gem, Inside Out, number three. Ah, uh, one in our home, one. of course, with uh, with Campbell and he's on, being on the spectrum. Inside Out was a big deal for him because of the colors, the music, and the story. Oh, yeah. Um, expertly voice cast. Amy Poehler um, with uh, Mindy Kaling. You had Louis Black, who is a very hard R comic as Anger. Uh, Bill Hader in this. And I forget the girl's name from The Office, but she's in as Sadness. And I, I never watched The Office, so I don't know what her name is, but... Great performance there. Fantastic. Um, I know who you're talking about. I can't think of her name right now, but yeah. Much imagination in this movie Um, to go inside the mind and like create this entire world inside your brain and to kind of have it relate to, you know, the things that go on around you. Of course, that great scene Mm -hmm. where uh, the dad's sitting there and he's like, you know, oh, the foot, the foot, here we go. The foot is down, sir. The foot is down. He's like, go to your room. And and I got to tell you, when Riley, when Riley runs away and she comes back, and she breaks down in front of her parents. That mm-hmm. gets me every single time. Like I, yeah. I probably have teared up fifty times at that. Every time I walk through the room, and that's on. I'm like, I, I got to keep walking oh. because it's just so sweet and beautiful, and I, I, I love it. And as you said before, with Brady yeah. talking about how you know the importance of sadness, mm-hmm. how you can't have yeah happy, you can't have joy all the time. There has mm-hmm. to be a, a little bit of sadness in there, and I just think it's it's, it's so imaginative, so great. So number three, Inside Out for me. It was so good. Number two on your list. Well, this was low on your list, but I love this movie. And that is Brave. Nice. I love, I I think Merida's a great princess. Mm -hmm. I loved like just a kind of a different take on on a princess film. That was one of the the earlier ones that had like a different take on it. Right. And I loved the music. I loved the scenery. Uh, you already mentioned like the yep. mountains, you know, like in, the, is, in right? the opening. It's right. so beautiful. Mm-hmm. I thought it was hilarious. The brothers, when the brothers, brothers were great. Like yep. <laughs> they are fabulous. Um, I, I don't know. I just was thoroughly entertained the whole mm-hmm. time. I, and so if it's on, I will watch it. My niece and nephews love it. So that's one of the ones like when we will put that one on Disney plus and they will always watch that one. Right. So and I'll be shooting for my own hand. I do think that's pretty cool. Yeah, she's a princess who doesn't need a prince. And she defies the order to have a prince in this movie. Literally. She's um, like, uh, yeah, yeah, no. I mean, they're like, trying to get her to marry. And she's like, no, I'm not going to. I'll be shooting for my own hand. And, you know, and of course, the guys yeah. they bring her are not you know, top uh, shelf I material. Mean... <laughs> there is that. There is some of that. And so. Uh, yeah. I just, um, I don't know. I like, I totally get like how the bear is like not. I mean, I wasn't expecting that either. I'm like, oh, well, this right. goes like, this is not what I expected. But I. I was like there for it. I was like, cool. Let's let's just keep. Yeah. Let's do this. So, yep. Uh, number two for me, and honestly, I consider this to me. This might be the best Pixar movie ever made. Not my favorite because it's okay. number two, but the best in terms of story, in terms of what it is, in terms of the the adult mm-hmm. themes, also with the kid themes too. And that is Toy Story three. 
I think okay. Toy Story 3 is nearly flawless. I mean, it is just the thing. I will it does, agree from a film perspective. Um, absolutely. From a film perspective, how you know you have mm-hmm. this entire adventure going to the to the to the daycare, this brand new set of characters, lots of hug and bear, a totally underrated villain. He's Agreed. A sociopath. I mean, like he literally is at the very end. He's a murderer <laughs> because he's like, you guys, you know, let's see your kids save or attempted anyway, up, letting them all go down to the you know, to the furnace or whatever. Um, yeah, voice fantastically voiced by Ned Beatty. Uh, of course, you've got all your returning characters with Ken and Barbie taking a much bigger role in this film. Oh Michael my gosh, Keaton Barbie Ken cracks me so up! Oh great, yeah, Barbie is fantastic oh, too in amazing. this. Um, just <gasps> such a good good roll back yeah. and forth, you know. And uh, I mean, all these characters are great. Even the sub characters, the yeah. Woody Goldberg character, the octopus, and you got the. Uh, uh, the um yep. uh, the the big cricket looking guy wrestler guy whatever and just it's such a great movie it's so much fun and again this one also the, this is our this is our movie dome in our house uh and i don't know this is a particular order but you know again i told you we mm-hmm. wa- watch movies anywhere from three four five st- six straight months in a row every day and then a new movie would come along and then that would go six months rio which has the the blue macaws, which now is owned by Disney, by the way. Oh Rio yeah, was one actually no Rio two. Well, Rio and then Rio two. Uh, Frozen, mm-hmm. although only until Let It Go. After Let It Go was over, he was done. He didn't want to see any more. I'm not. I'm not even sure he knows that. Oh, movie that's ends. funny. I'll be honest with you. Once Frozen, oh, once Let gosh. It Go was over, I'm out. Um, Toy Story one, Toy Story two, Toy Story three, and Cars two. Those are the ones in progression. And I've seen these. Wow. I've seen Toy Story three probably about sixty times, uh, and it never gets old. It never gets old. It's that good of a movie. So. Mm-hmm. It Here just we makes go, me Jen. sad. That's the only, that's, again, oh, it's so great. Well, that's okay, so let's just pretend like at the very end they don't go into the furnace, but somehow they beat Lotso. As then I would the watch it all belt. the time. Lotso is subdued, and they all crawl out of the conveyor belt before they even get out of the pit. Um, or or is is that the part that makes you sad? Or is and then it, okay, hmm. if it ends there, then that's fine. It's the right. very end. Oh yeah, that when, when it's the goodbye. I can't. I can't. I can't do the goodbyes. So, I can't do it because that movie can't is do a goodbye. If it had ended after the Lotso part. Like, I don't even care. Like, honestly, like, whatever, right. Lotso. He was right. a villain. Like, I'm I'm fine with that. Like, right. the claw. I'm like, this is fabulous. Like, literally, at that point, I'm like, this is great. This movie's been great. I yep. was, like, ready for the habit. I'm like, oh, I'm in such a good place. This was such a good movie. What? What yeah. are you doing? Yep. Don't do that. Yeah. And then I'm like, <gasps> <laughs> and I'm like sobbing in the theater and it's pathetic. And I'm like, I'm tearing up. Like, mm-hmm. I can't do that. Like, no. You take that. Plus the disappearance of Bing Bong from Inside Out. Oh my gosh! I mean, it's just that's your childhood. Yeah. Your childhood's over. It's funny because uh, I believe it was Richard Kind, Richard Kind, <laughs> the character actor who plays Bing Bong back in Inside yeah. Out, um, played yeah. Bing Bong, and he was very upset. They would not let him go on press tours. He was not with the cast whenever the, the cast was touring at, at, before the movie opened. But then he knew why oh. because nobody nobody knew about the character Bing Bong. No one knew Bing Bong existed until the movie came out. And then he understood why, because if he had and gone, then, he'd be like, well, I paid a character named Bing Bong. Who's mm-hmm. Bing Bong? Blah, blah, blah. You see Bing Bong out of nowhere. Suddenly yeah. that's your childhood. It, it has that much of an impact when Bing Bong fades away. Take her to the moon. Julie. Oh, I bought. Oh, my gosh. It's like, holy crap. Oh, I, oh, God. Oh. Just stop it, David oh. Dollar. Oh. Stop it. It's rough. Mm-hmm. It's tough. It's tough. Mm-hmm. Um, number one on the so list. Good. It was so good. Okay. Your favorite Pixar film, number one for you. Number one for me is Up. Up. Mm, I, I can see that. I can. I, I get love, that. I get it. I love Up. I get it. And and we've already talked about the best mm-hmm. love story. Yes. Just amazing. And just the whole thing. I love the music. Mm-hmm. I think it's so adorable. <laughs> Whatever. Well, Doug, obviously, right. is adorable. Of course. Like, I mean, of course. I just met Doug. you and I love you. <laughs> I was hiding under your porch because I, just I love you. you. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Squirrel. Exactly. Oh, and yeah. then I, I love uh, I mean, just like even like the relationship with Russell and how, mm-hmm. oh gosh, Carl really sort of takes that father figure place for yep. Russell. And I just think that's so beautiful. Like they kind of become each other's family. Because you find out Russell's um, like, yeah, my dad's not there and he works a lot and he's just not around. I mean, it's just yeah, like. Yeah, and I don't, it, you yeah, know. Right, exactly, yeah. and like when he's there at the um, oh shoot, this this wilderness, uh, the wilderness must be explored. But the wilderness, yeah, wilderness explorers. explorers, there we go. Yeah. Like at the yeah. at the badge, caca, caca. yeah, the badge ceremony. <laughs> right. I just I to me the storyline, the whole thing was almost flawless right. for us, right. and and that this is one that Brady will agree with me on because mm-hmm. he also loved 
this movie. Like this was a in the theaters movie. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I did cry in the first fall. And he grabs the shovel <laughs> and he runs through the woods and yells out, do you dig the hole before or after it's before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just, yeah. I mean, and you're right. I mean, their relationship is so great. Ed Asner is such a great voice in that. Um, I don't remember yeah. the kid's name who voiced the Russell. Oh, I love Ed Asner. Um, just all of it was just so good. I mean, it just, it really, right. really worked. It was a great movie. Uh, and just the life. introduction of Kevin and like, you yep. don't expect it to go where it goes. Yeah. And just, I loved how they wrapped it up. Kevin's a girl. So, <laughs> so, that is my favorite. Pick. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Kevin's got babies. <laughs> <laughs> so that is our top 20 favorite Pixar movies. We know that all of you out there will not agree. You should, but you won't. And that's okay. Um, we'd love that's to hear okay. from you guys uh, at the MSE podcast at gmail.com. That's your email address. Of course, you can also find us on Twitter and on Facebook and all Instagram and all those type places. Jen, next week is Thanksgiving. It is Thanksgiving next week. Well, as we said before, we will have a, sh- a show next week. We might drop it on yeah. Tuesday or Wednesday. We don't know. It might not be a Thursday. Maybe Friday. I don't know. But we will have a show next week. A little short show probably. But yeah. Thanksgiving, some, some sort of Thanksgiving show because we don't want to miss a week. Because uh, my, my my podcasting hero is Ricky Briganti from the old Inside the Magic podcast. He went like 500 and straight, 500 and like five straight weeks of the podcast. Jen, we're 131 in. We're one third of the one fourth of the way there. <laughs> we're getting there. <laughs> we'll we'll have this conversation again in 2020, you know, 2026, 2027. Oh, oh my god. Jen, we're on episode 506. Are we? Okay. <laughs> so, I'm so tired. Jen, where can we find you online? You can find me at Upon the Star. Jen is my business um, account, and which mainly becomes active when I'm traveling. Report. And then my personal account is at Jen underscore Novotny, specifically on Instagram. Um, I do post on my Facebook, but usually it's whatever I post on Instagram. So, <laughs> uh, Find me on the MSE podcast. That's it. That's actually the show podcast. Find me at the Magic on a Dollar on Instagram, and of course, Magic on a Dollar and Disney on a Dollar on Facebook. We'd love to uh, love to hear from you guys there. Also, you can follow us at um, at Upon a Star Travel on Instagram yes. and on Facebook and on TikTok and all the places. Mm-hmm. Because next week is Black Friday week. We got a lot of stuff coming up for the agency. We do a lot of stuff, a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of things to give away, a lot of guarantees, a lot of prizes and stuff like that. You just follow us on all of that. You're going to see all yeah. of that be thrown out to you. So if you're ever thinking about taking a vacation. Now's the time to book it because we got you. We got you. We got, we got you. you. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's, uh, I think we're good. All right, Jen. So thank you so much for giving your Pixar list. A great list. A great conversation. As always, I am Dave. That's Jen. And hey, don't forget. Oh, one more thing. One more thing for the audience. I have another podcast called the Deuce Cats Movie Show. Comes out on Wednesdays. Actually, it's out right now. And <laughs> on that podcast this past week, that, of course, was Jen Devotty appearing on the show with us as we talked about November movies. We talked about favorite November movies, had a great conversation, the two of us, plus uh, uh, my co-host Michael and, of course, Dr. Earl as well on the show. So, uh, yeah, definitely join us on that awesome. show. Search that up, the Deucecast uh, movie show as well. So now we can say goodbye. That's Jen. I'm Dave. And don't forget to thank your Phoenicians. Thank you for listening to the Main Street Electrical Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The MSE Podcast. Or visit our website at themsepodcast.com. Be sure to subscribe and may all your wishes come true.